Hello, Kingdom Speak listeners. Today we have a special guest on the podcast. He's a young fella with an interesting story about the Apostle Paul holding the rope. Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. Elder, I can remember when we, when we um, first had you come up for that men's retreat that we did. Yeah. And I, ha- I had some of my guys come up to me afterwards when they seen you walk in. They said they were like, oh, man, you know, here we go. We're just going to have to listen to this old man. <laughs> you put up with it. Yeah. And, and Elder, I, I don't think you were 10 minutes in until they were all like rolling on the grass laughing. And ever since then, they've been throwing songbooks at me, wanting me to get you to come back. Yeah, well, they hadn't they hadn't thrown enough. They haven't thrown enough. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah you, you know, uh, I went down to a church in Louisiana, and after I got through preaching, uh, old guy come out and said, "Well, I got to apologize to you." I said, "Why?" He said, "When you walked in, I said, not another old man." <laughs> <laughs> well. That encourages me. Yes. You know. <laughs> well, so really was it? Yeah, I think it's about half over for me. You're yep. eight, you say you're 85? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're about halfway there, I'd say. I'd say half over. Yeah. 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 Wow, man. Elder, we've been praying for you during this Man, I appreciate it, loss of your life, your wife, man. Your wife, be, y'all, y'all be nice, nice to your wife every day because when she's gone, wow. it's it's a trip, boy. You talk about just waves of it coming, it hits on you. Oh, every, every day. How many how many years were you married? Sixty three. Wow, man, that's a long 63 time. Sixty three years. Wow, wow, wow. But, you know, as as much as I miss her, as bad as this old world's getting, I, I wouldn't call her back. Boy, isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? Her. Yeah. It'd be uh, nice to, it'd be nice to talk to her and let us let her let her give us a little insight, wouldn't it? Oh yeah. You know, that's something heaven is something everybody everyone seems to know what's in heaven but me. I don't have a clue what's going to go on. Wow. I don't have a clue. I, I just, I just, all I know is going to be right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, I, and I want to be there. Yeah. I, I, the book of Revelation, everybody understands it but me. Well, the, do you know what? You got company. There'd be two of us now. There'd <laughs> be two of us. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't get it. Uh, I just, I just, I just know God's got it worked out. He sure does. He sure does. Man, Elder, do you remember us doing the episode, not the episode, doing that meeting together in North Dakota? 
out at Brother Star's. Oh, Brother Star, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, we we done that meeting together, and you had talked about one afternoon you taught on, I, I don't know exactly what you called it, but the value of a rope handler, I believe, maybe, or the worth oh. of a rope handler. Man, that was a yeah. that was an incredible, incredible lesson. Um, well, thank you. I, I, uh, the brother mentioned it to me the other day, and I, I went back and found some notes on it. I didn't remember if I had preached it there or not, but uh, I broke out a few notes on it just in. Uh, uh, basically, you know, what it was about was, uh, are we on? Yes, yes, sir. Go ahead. Y'all are too casual with this thing. Yeah, we uh, are. <laughs> no, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Uh, well, what the whole thing about it was when they let Paul down, the, the Bible says that his enemies were watching the compound. Mm. And from every corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they apparently must have had some, I imagine it would be like trees or shrubbery in the back or something. And those guys put him in, a, they was going to get him, they were determined they would get him. And they put him in a basket and tied a rope to the basket. Yeah. And he just said they were disciples. Yes. They wasn't big shots. Uh, they would didn't have thousand uh, dollar shoes and, and a twenty five thousand dollar suit waiting at the airport. Yeah. They were just disciples, and they lowered him down, and everything that he did from then on, everything. <laughs> was because those guys held that rope. Wow. And I called it holding the rope. Yes. So when people cut the grass, yeah. they're holding the rope. Yeah. And no matter what they do to keep the church going, they're no name people, but they're they're holding the rope. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Everything, I think I remember you saying that. And I guess it, it just, it so impacted me because every letter that he wrote, every church that he that he started and impacted, it was all in that basket. Uh, it was all because when he went to Mars Hill and talked to him about, uh, I, want, I see that you've got the inscription to the unknown God. I'm, I'm going to declare yeah. him to because of the rope holders back there. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, he was educated, highly educated. Sure. And, uh, they may not have been, they probably were not. Sure. I kind of was reminded of what old comedian Jerry Clowers telling about that old federal man came out to the man's farm and he thought there was some wetland. He's hunting some wetland, and he said, I'm going on your farm. I have permission by the 
papers in my pocket to go on the farm. He said, I wouldn't go if I was you. <laughs> and he said, well, I'm going anyway. He said, well, I wouldn't go, but you go if you got to go. And he got out there and that, that bull, <laughs> that bull started running at him and he run back and just scooped under the fence just barely. He said, why didn't you tell me that? He said, I just thought you'd show him your papers. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Paul wouldn't have got, but his, his, his setting at the feet of Gamaliel wouldn't have done much for him. Boy. If those guys had got a hold of him. Wow. Wow. It takes all kinds, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it is. It these uh, you, you think about your conferences that you have. If it wasn't for people getting in there for weeks and cleaning, and and you feed the preachers and they cook and they get it all ready and they serve Absolutely. it. It is uh, it, they say in Louisiana. That's what makes the mare trot. Yes, exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. All those are are aspects of ministry that that if we're not careful, we just relegate ministry to the pulpit, and and we yeah. we, we fail yes. to realize all these other aspects that make the mare trot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what what does it all take to wow. get a man to come to the pulpit? You know. Wow, boy, that's good. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot more detail than some of us want to fool with, I can tell you that. And then uh, all the things that people do, airlines, <laughs> yeah, clothing stores, on and on and on. Yeah. It's never a one-man show, is it? No, sir. No, sir, it's not a one-man show. Well, what, what was that old thing that's been said over and over, but it's still a good saying. It said, they told, they told, the preacher told the man, said, boy, God has blessed you with this garden. <laughs> he, he said, you ought to see this, this garden when God had it by himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, there. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Helping God out a bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> He wasn't trying to take God out of it, but trying to let him know it. People have to do some work, too. That's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> God's got it all arranged for us. That's what Calvary was about. Wow. So we, so we could become his hands, his feet, and his voice. Wow. Absolutely. And how, how do you cultivate that in a church, Elder? Well, you know, some some people are never going to catch on, but uh, I think it's more caught than taught. Hmm. And uh, I think we need to, uh, I don't know. Uh, I think whenever, if everybody's working on the building, the preacher ought to work on it too a little bit. For sure. Absolutely. You know, and uh, it, it kind of lets it shows it, it's 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 leadership, you know. But 
I always tell people at church, I said, if there's a piece of somebody's dropped a gum paper on the floor, you pick it up. Don't wait for, for somebody to come sweep it next week. You pick it up. It's your church. It's right. God's church. You're totally responsible for it. If nobody has cut the grass, get your lawnmower out and throw it on the back of a trailer or truck or something. And, uh, go, go cut it. Yes. Uh, because there may be something, some reason why somebody else didn't get to it. You just don't want people to come in and, and it, it not be done. If the grass is high, nobody's going to come to your church. I don't care how bright your sign is. <laughs> That's right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Wow. Don't, don't let me do all the talking. <laughs> what was the... <clears throat> I, I heard a guy say one time, if, if, if I drove, he would talk. If what? That if I drove, he would talk. Oh, you drive, I'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, I was, like the old saying, I was vaccinated with a record player needle. With the- <laughs> <laughs> so That's so talking. good. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> vaccinated with a record Record player needle. <laughs> wow. This this is um, elder. This this is this is really the nitty gritties of what makes a church a church, isn't it? I've I've said I've said this before about um, you know. Speaking at the funeral of an elderly saint who who you knew prayed for you. I mean, I, I, I knew that they prayed for me every day. And they weren't, they're not high maintenance. They weren't after the limelight. Um, and when when I buried them, I've referenced this numerous times at at funerals. Who, who's gonna replace them? You know, when when yeah. I when I stepped to the pulpit and preach, and God graces a man with his anointing, all of those are components behind the scenes that makes that a reality. And and this this concept of, of rope holders is really where it's at, isn't it? You see, whenever, uh, what, Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Thessalonians, Colossians, Hebrews. When, what, when those guys read those letters, yeah. did they just kind of close their eyes and thank the Lord for being a part of it? Or, you know? Yeah, the, the guys that held the rope. <laughs> they said, yeah. you know, you know, Paul said he went to the third heaven. Well, he wrote he rode a basket all the way to Mars Hill. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he rode a basket all the way out of that Philippian jail. Wow. He, he rode a basket all the way to the third heaven. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. And were, and were those, we, we don't know who those guys really were. I mean, it no. was just a generic disciples. That was it. They were just disciples. Disciples. No, uh, they don't have, I, I've, I've looked in all the Bible, they don't have, well, there's no books by them. <laughs> no. They don't say nothing about the, the Ropolers' names. Just not part of it. Wow. Exactly. So, I don't know. Wow. They probably, some of them lived across the track. Boy, yeah. not the truth. You're right. Eh? <laughs> You're right. Yeah, a lot of those guys probably would never have been invited to preach a conference or. Well, that, I probably was one preacher. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. They weren't preachers. They just, they're, they're what makes up the church. That I, I tell you what, I've preached to empty church before. Uh, it's not very much fun. I uh, preached to my wife and my daughter when I started the church in Dallas. And uh, uh, there was a lady finally moved in from Arkansas and her and her son. Man, I had a big crowd. Wow. Doubled your she, congregation. She wasn't a preacher. Not the daughter of a preacher. But I can tell you one thing. She did a lot for the church. Wow. And she for those people that knew how to get in and invite, knew how to cook for the church and make peanut brittle and everything else. Uh, most of our church, a lot of our churches that these people are trying to tear down and, and uh, take away all the doctrine and standards and everything else. They were built on the backs of these rope holders. Oh, wow. Yes, sir. Boy, I, I say when people do that, they better know what they're doing. It, it's a lot easier to tear a building down than it is building. <sighs> building. I, I, I had a man in my church that demolished, or whatever you call it, these buildings downtown, big skyscraper, and I saw him. He had it so the explosives in it, so he took me around in it before it went down and showed me where all the explosives were. And he he had it fixed to where it caved in on itself. Yeah. And so then back off, and I watched that building come down. Boy, it it folded like an accordion. It just folded mm. down in on itself. Imploded, I believe, is what they called it. Sure. Yeah. And and if we're not careful. We can go to a church that's been established forever and ever, and people worked hard and gave their life savings for it and everything else, and they can they can implode something that's been there 80 years. They can implode it in one or two or three statements one Sunday morning. Wow. Wow. 
Whoa. Was I not supposed to talk about that? No, sir. <laughs> no, keep, <laughs> keep talking about that. We love it. You know, um, you, you've been you've been to our church, elder, and and yeah. blessed us. Um, but I'm 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 the recipient of yes of a a stable church Hard that is multi generational. Yes, I'll, I'll I'll say it probably not as often as I should, but I try to say it frequently. Yes, sir. We're we're standing on the shoulders of giants. Yes, sir. And and, and well, for today's for today's topic of 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 a bunch of rope holders as well. Yeah. Uh, you're doing a good job. You're doing a good job. Church look. They look. When I was there, it looked so good, and they worshipped. Uh, like uh, like we're used to people worshiping. Yes, sir. And you're doing a good job. Just all we got to do is just keep going. And everybody has, everyone has a sacrifice to make. And nothing comes easy. Yes, they Nobody can give you uh, a burden-free church. It's, <laughs> it, the true. burdens come with it. They come with it. <laughs> Do you do you think and and I know this may be maybe leading a little bit off topic but this is this this is this is good do you do you think that some of the motivation by my generation coming into a church like that do you think some of the motivation for moving that changing it is just they get weary with the fight and and they they think that if they move the line they won't have to fight as much. Well, they're probably they probably are tired of the. I thought you were through. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Uh, I, I, I'm sure that. Uh, I, I mean, I'm. I would hate to have to start pastoring a church right now in this day and time, mm-hmm. um, because of the mood and the attitude and what's out there. Sure. But you know we don't have any uh, choice. No, absolutely. <laughs> you 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 don't have any conviction. Now that's another thing that some are saying. Don't have to have anointing. Well, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Talk about that. It's because if you don't have if you don't have holiness standards, if you don't have prayer, like it ought to be, if you don't have the living right to go with it, you just come and just start jumping before God ever does anything. You don't have any conviction. Uh, So someone said not long ago, said, boy, I found something tonight. (laughs) Well, (laughs) whoop de do. Wasn't you supposed to tell something the night before? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was in a camp meeting one time where they were jumping, and the music was blowing, and the platform was actually rattling under your feet. Yeah. And, and it was vibrating. And, 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 and 
someone after it's over, a younger person said, boy, didn't, wasn't that a great service? I said, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't feel nothing, but wow. it was good music. I told him, I said, it was real good music. Wow. Well, oh, Lord, help us. I'm no. getting in left field. No, no, no. That's where we because need to be. I don't want to sound like that I don't want jumping. I don't want sure extensive noise and mm -hmm. I don't want it quiet. Sure. They asked me one day in a church to they said we're gonna have old folks service. And we want you to preach it. Well, naturally I was the only candidate there with license. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I went out there. <clears throat> Whew, I tell you what, I was never so glad to get back to some young people. <laughs> 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 that was the deadest thing I got into in a long time. <laughs> 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 so it all it all works out if we'll just do it right. Yeah, but I guess if, if if we could tag back into that, volume is not the presence of God either. <laughs> Say that one more time. Volume is not the presence of God. Back to your statement about, you know, the stage was shaken, but you, you really didn't yeah. feel anything. Oh, I see what you said. I couldn't understand that one word. Yes, that's right. That's right. I don't, I don't, Sometimes God screams yeah and yeah. sometimes he whispers Woo. and sometimes he just brushes by us oh. wow and, and we we got to be available for that we got to be we, we need to be sometimes we need to be there with our hands lifted yeah. but, but people are coming in nowadays and they're, they just start jumping every time and, right yeah and and you know I, when I'm preaching, I want people to say amen. I want them to holler. I want them to act like they, they kind of like it a little bit. It encourages me. Sure. But <laughs> I'm, if I have to preach it down, that's okay, too. Wow. Mm -hmm. So then, really, if we're going to be spirit-led, we almost have to be able to match the mood that God is in. That's right. You see, God... God was there when we got there. Uh, uh, God can't leave and go anywhere because he's already there. Yeah. Right. And so he's, he's there before we get there and he's got it all prepared. Mm -hmm. All we got to do is walk into it. Right. 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 So if we right. can't and, feel God, it's not God's fault. Well, that's exactly right. It's not his fault. There may be times that he 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 wants us to have to work for it. Sure. You know, sure. but sure. it's there. Right. But having this understanding, and this, this really does come full circle and tie back into what we started about with rope holders. I, I don't care if it's musicians, ushers, sound men. Everybody's yeah. got to be working together to get this thing right. That's exactly right. That's exactly. Now, what if there had been a slipknot in that rope? Well. <laughs> See, 
they tied that thing, they tied that knot where the hole fall all the way down there. It must have been a tall building. Yeah. Yep. And he had to go down. And if they'd have been some slip knots, just half done stuff. And they had this, they had to hold it. They had to know what they're doing. It was no windlass. There was no pulley. Wow. They just lowered him down there. And they, what I'm also saying here is there is no slick way to do it. Oh, very good. Uh, wow. You <laughs> know, we're not going to pull off any. The best way in the world to have a revival is people witnessing, the people witnessing to, to other people. Right. You could have it. You could have it on TV. You could have it on anything you wanted to have it. But the the rope holders are the ones. Let's face it. That gets they get it done. Gets the people in. That's mm-hmm. the one that brings them in. Uh, they, they, they prays with them and lives in such a way that on the job they may make fun of them. They may yeah. purposely curse in front of them, but. One yeah. day something happens and they need prayer request and they come say, "Hey, hey, would you, would you would you would you mind when you get to church this weekend pray for me?" Mm, God. That's what brings people in. That's Lifestyle evangelism. People. Yes, sir. That's right. So, and I, I'm I'm picking this up as you're talking, Elder. The other thing that they would have to have is we we, we don't know how many, but we know there was more than one involved with yes, it, disciples, plural. So yes, they, they also had to be able to work together. What if those rope holders had gotten a fight? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I, I, I can tell you, I can tell you a quick illustration of it. I was preaching in a church to where there was two, two rows of people came in and sit down, and the preacher said, every one of those are workers here, and they work for the city and have big jobs. He said, if I could get them, I'd have this town. And whenever I got through preaching, every one of them came to the altar and was crying and, and praying. And the people didn't come up to help them at the altar. They were, they were back in the back at and, and they were talking loud. I couldn't get nobody to pray. And wow. so the pastor told me after his over, said, you know, we had a contest. Who would bring the most? The, the red birds or the blue birds? And the red birds was, and blue birds was fighting over who invited these people. Because they wanted to get credit for who invited these people. Oh. Okay. okay, there's a lot. Finally, they got up. They didn't know how to pray. Finally, they got up and left. Well, here's the thing about it. The sad part about it, I believe it was Reader's Digest. I can't remember what it was, but it it told about this town and their kids were committing suicide. Okay. And they went, they sent someone down to check why it was these particular kids, because these were kids. All these kids that were committing suicide were people kids of the city workers. Wow. Look what we missed over having a slip knot. Wow. Oof. My, my. Wow. 
So I'm, I'm not going to show up if my kid's not singing the solo in the choir. That's right. That's right. Wow. One man backslid. One, uh, 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 I believe his brother Kenny Godair told me about a, a couple backslid. And he went to, he had just been to a family reunion that Saturday before I got there on Sunday. And he said there was 88 people there in that family, and none of them knew anything about church. Wow. And there was all stemmed from those that couple that backslid. Now oh. tell me about that. Boy, God. rope holders. You know, um, I mentioned this to our church a few weeks ago, but we have... We have got ladies in our church that keep track of um, if there's folks in the town that have have been through something tragic, a time of loss, someone in their families passed away, etc. Yeah. And they help us keep in touch with these people. Oh. And I have had more people reach out and say, "Thank you, Pastor, for that for that card," or "Thank you for." that note and really the 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 it, it's the rope holders that are making it happen that's exactly right it's the rope holders that are getting it done <laughs> and you you know i think some people uh some saints in the churches get it in their minds that the pastor will bring a revival and the pastor will do this and the pastor will do it because he he's so visible and he has to do so much, right? And and so forth. But they need to wait. No, no. The pastor. If you're waiting for the pastor to bring a revival, you yeah. probably never going to. Yeah, absolutely. Can't do it. Impossible. He he can go to the hospitals and visit and pray for the sick, and he meets people and all. But he's just one person. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. So Paul would have never made it without those rope holders, would he? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. He wouldn't have. It just wouldn't have happened. And the time is coming when we're going to have to. We're going to have to revert back to these things come only by prayer and fasting. Uh. <laughs> and because uh, uh, the uh, internet is not going to do it. Right. It's just not going to. Right. We've had to have, you know, even over these past 15, 16 months, especially here, and, and I know it's affected some throughout America as well, but we've had to have, had to be creative with having church throughout restrictions and, and yes. use whatever means necessary. But really, there's nothing that replaces that analog handshake and hug around the neck. and, and I, I have found out 
the, after the thing was over and we started back, I stayed off a year. And of course, part of it was my wife was sick. But I have found out that every church that I have been to, that I have visited before, every church is better off now than it was then. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone. The the worship is better. Yeah. The personality, the personality. You know, a church has to have personality. Mm-hmm. They they can laugh more, they can praise more and cry more. And I think it's because they realize what could be taken from them. Oh, yes. Yes. It must be what it is. And I have mentioned that to several, and they said, yes, that is right. Yeah. There's a difference in our churches now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Our church, our church is better by far. We've grown through it, and, and, and not, not just um, numerically, but, but like you're saying, yeah. just, just the, right. the depth of the church. It's grown. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So the only thing that hasn't worked out is we got to get that border open so that you can come visit us again. You got to get one? We got to get that border open so you can come visit us again. Yeah, boy, I tell you what, are they going to open that border? We need a rope holder to come, <laughs> come get that basket <laughs> over the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, uh, I I hate to fly so bad. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I would, but I'll tell you, boy, that flying has got to be difficult, you, yes. know, all, you know. But Brother Booker this morning was, he called me. He was in New Orleans trying to find a way to put his car, get his rented car up. It just made me want to go back to sleep. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to fool with that stuff. Boy, it is. It's a... It's a mess, isn't it? Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a mess out there. How long you been on the road, Elder? How many years? Whew, I don't know. Uh, I, I I've always traveled with my ministry. I've always traveled. Of course, when I pastored, I I, I stayed home most of the time. But uh, then, eighteen years, I was teaching at the Bible College in Indianapolis. And I traveled every weekend just about there. And then I don't know how long I've been gone, probably almost 15 years I've been on on the road. Uh, I'm not not preaching but six nights this week. Only six. Oh, you're slowing Uh, down then. Oh, yeah, they let me off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad that you just decided to – Fill up some of that slack time that you had with talking to us today. Yeah, I I got up to do this, and I guess I got the time wrong, or either they changed the time in the whole world or something. But I, I wasn't ready. I'm sorry about not having my necktie. I was I was headed out to buy uh, uh, earphones. I thought maybe might need earphones. It, I was going to go to Walmart and buy earphones. I thought I had all kind of time. Y'all got me 
see, I, I didn't get to bed till one o'clock about last night. And, and uh, it's different times on here. Y'all got me, uh, fact is I hadn't had breakfast. Oh man. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Man, so, you, you need a rope holder to drop you some, some, God some sunny America. side up eggs and a little bit of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Wow. Mm. Well, man, Elder, we we certainly enjoy you being on with us today. And we listen. Oh, yeah. I, I listen to those scattered shots or scattered thoughts. Yeah, scattered thoughts. <laughs> you know, I started out on that uh, thing, or going to call it that, but there was somebody else had that scattered shots yes. on, on verbal. And they was he had so many thousands, they would have never found me if they had looked for it. Sure. So I had to I had to change it. Yeah. But if you were if you were complimenting that program, you go on, go ahead and do that because I can live six months on one compliment. <laughs> did you hear? Did you hear Matt Tuttle? Was was you at, at Little Rock camp meeting? I, I I think I did. My see, here's my, I did hear him. I was just kind of being crazy there. <laughs> my my uh, ears. If there's a lot of sound going, uh, and they were backing him up and screaming and hollering, and uh, which I'm not I'm not saying sure. anything against that, but he was he had it going. Yeah. Uh, but it was hard to understand, but I, what I got was good. Was good. Yeah. Well, he, he, he mentioned, you just, you just saying about a compliment. You could live six months. Did you hear him talk about the guy in his church that said, I, I got something good. I wanted to tell you or give you a compliment on, but I didn't want you to get the big head. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you can go, you go ahead and give it to me. The, 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 I don't know if you said the devil or there's there's enough other people here that will help keep enough, my head small. Yeah, they'll they'll knock it. There's be enough old wet sacks around. They can beat you down with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't ever. I tell you what, a preacher just uh, one night staying all night in a hospital with somebody. Just screaming and hollering and dying. That's you could never pay that. People don't understand. Oh, uh, one man asked me one time, said, What does preachers actually do in the tape time? I, I knew what he meant. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, Oh, eat fried chicken and drink Kool Aid. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I know you try to explain it because you wouldn't believe it anyway. No. And just one person you see going astray knowing that you can't help and you, you, you think of it every time you wake up, you think of it the minute you wake up in the morning and think of it all day. People don't realize. No, they, they don't. don't. Realize. No, they don't. No. The heart no of a shepherd. That. That's right. That's exactly right. And elder, do you have anything you'd like to leave with us on the way out? Just for us, us younger preachers, this, the, the church, anything. 
No, no, not not actually. But we we just got to we we just got to walk in the fear of God, wow. and and we just got to walk f- the way God is going. Follow Him, yeah, and realize that the road is narrow. It's not broad. And if you're on the if you're on a Broadway, if you got room to carry everything you want to carry and have every thought you want to have. You, you you better look where it's leading to. Ooh, wow! But if you, you if if you if you realize it, it's good. it's just better to be on this narrow way. Wow! You can't carry near as much stuff. Right. <laughs> but boy, the end of it is life. That's where we want to go. Oh, isn't that the truth? And I don't know as much as I sound like I do. <laughs> oh. I want you to know that. <laughs> wow, wow. This I, is I didn't mean sound like it may sound like because y'all asking me questions. But I don't. But uh, <clears throat> we're all just trying to make it. That's what I'm trying to say. That's exactly right. Amen to that. Yeah. Well, we're I can... just all trying to make it. That's why you have this program. Exactly. You're not doing it for yourself. No. You have it to try. Help someone—that's what it's all about. Yeah. And maybe it, I'm sure that I'm sure that it does. I There's a rope holder. From... I'm looking at a rope holder right there. Got that mic right there. Yeah. Whatever. For sure. He's a rope holder. That's exactly right. Of course, I'm sure he, he's got a good retirement worked out for this job. <laughs> I tell you what, Elder, from from the perspective of the perspective of of this, I still like to cut, clump myself in the younger generation. I'm I'm, I'm losing my grasp <laughs> on that title, but I, I, yeah. I still, um, but man, every every opportunity we get to talk to an elder. I want to make sure and tell them, thank you for, yes, for the trail that you have blazed yeah. and the battles that you have fought, so that yeah. it, it's it's made it easier for us coming behind. You, you kept the lines clear. Well, uh, I, I thank you for that, and I thank you for all the older preachers, and for you. Everyone is nice to me. Uh, the young kids and young preachers, everybody's—they're just totally respectful to me. I, I, I get all of the grace from them, and uh, I, I appreciate it very much. Uh, but I—I I, I tell you what, you, you people your age and all—you got to realize that that uh, you know a, a, an apprentice, a carpenter—he's apprentice. He goes to work, is apprenticed, and then he gets to be a, maybe a journeyman or whatever it is. And finally, one day, he gets to be a carpenter, and he builds a skyscraper. And uh, I think you've already reached that level that you're you're far from being a novice or anything like that. You you've got your credentials, and oh, man. you know some things. You you may ask the questions, but you've got to, you've you found out some answers too. I know you know it. 
Well, again, it's a it's because of voices like yours that have poured into us. So we're grateful for it. We're grateful. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank well, you. you need to go eat some breakfast, I guess. If y'all don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to have some breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> this has been pretty Thank good. For calling the hey, we surprise we got was I could get back on and <laughs> it was some work, but we got it. Instructions come hard for me. I, <laughs> like I told you, I could I could take a turning plow and tear it completely up, put it back together, but. One of these phones is kind of a foreign object in my head. <laughs> <laughs>